Hey, everybody, and welcome to Memento, a podcast from Washington Avenue Christian Church. See, here at Washington Avenue, we understand that sometimes we forget who we are, and sometimes we forget what we're supposed to do, and sometimes we even forget what we talked about on Sunday morning. So in an effort to remind ourselves of who we are and what we're supposed to do and what we talked about on Sunday, we bring you Memento. Uh, my name is Shane. I'm the Connections Pastor here at Washington Avenue, and my co-host is Jake, who does things here at Washington Avenue as well, including but not limited to drinking drinks drinking while recording games. a podcast. So whenever you're ready, tell them who you are. <laughs> you just kept going. Um, my name is Jake Earls, and I'm the youth pastor here at Washington Avenue. Awesome. Yep. Indeed. And I'm gonna take another drink. Jake and I do this a lot. Um, we do a lot of things a lot mm-hmm. together. But the thing that I'm referring to at this moment is the fact that um, we match our clothes a lot yes. unintentionally. And yes. today, not only did we match, but we flip-flopped. Yes. Um, you're welcome. It used viewers. to be a lot more whenever we were in the same office. We'd yeah. walk in and be like, Dang it. bro, you're going to have to go home and change. And, and it was then always me was... because I was like two blocks away. <laughs> when neither of us would do it, though. would be like, nah, like, I'm not going to change. You got to change. The problem is that we have so many of the same clothes. Yes. Well, right? that's the issue. Like, we, yeah. we have so many of the When you work in youth. Like, I have that shirt and, and you have this shirt. I wore that yesterday. Yeah, I didn't yeah. wear that yesterday. But, um, How but crazy we have... would that have been? I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we just have so many of the same clothes that this is what happens. Anyway, yep. are you ready for an icebreaker? I am. What's your favorite icebreaker question? <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I would say that zombie one is pretty funny. I think, I think the one that I use the most, which is probably like the most like stereotypical youth pastor icebreakers just like, tell me about your life, bro. Tell me who you are. It's not even an icebreaker question. That's like the ice. It's the ice. I don't know, <laughs> but that's a that's like a that's like a meat question, you know. Ah, it's not okay. like a warm up. Yeah, a warm up. Yeah, dude. I don't really ask. I don't really ask icebreaker questions. Like I just kind of go in with that, which I think freaks people out. Which I enjoy to see them be like, because uh, uh, that's that's just fun. Yeah. Um, and then they, I get pretty good answers from that because mm-hmm. they're like mm-hmm. not ready for that deep of a question. Um, I did see one when I was preparing for this question today because I thought I had to come up with it. Oh. And it was, uh, what was the first CD you ever bought? Um, which I, I did buy. I was, I'm in the weird generation where like CDs existed and then iPods also existed. So, yeah. The first CD that I ever bought, the first CD I remember owning was WOW 99. You remember WOW? Are you familiar with Wow? Oh, yes. It was like a yeah. collection of like the top songs. Of, yeah. Um, so there was like Now, and then the Christian version was Wow. Mm. Um, so I, I remember having wow 99, wow 99, which was green and white. Mm. Um, it was a two-disc set. Um, nice. But the first CD I remember purchasing with my own money was probably Thousand Foot Crutch, The Art of Breaking. Wow. That yeah. sounds interesting. <laughs> Someone out there knows what you're We're talking about. I don't. I gotta look now. Yeah. First CD I ever Talk. bought was by, is Hawk Nelson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like an old Christian band. Thousand Foot Crutches as well. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. My parents wouldn't have not let me be yeah. a Christian. <laughs> I got to find, I got to, sorry. I sorry, the guys, next I one gotta, was High School Musical because I was the art of breaking. a dork and liked, I like musicals. And that started Oh, no, it was Phenomenon. Phenomenon. It was Phenomenon, which Phenomenon. came out in 03. Okay. And then The Art of Breaking came out in 05. I was five. Yes. I was mowing yards and making money. Nice. 
Yeah, it was my mo. Both of these actually phenomenon and the art of breaking. Did were you both, like, like hold a CD player in your pocket while you were mowing? Mm-hmm. My gosh, that sounds <laughs> awful. Yeah. Or like, what or if I had like? a long enough cord, I'd like lay my CD player on the like mower bag, which I know is a terrible idea oh for like gosh, hundreds yeah. of different reasons. Um, but usually, I would like wedge it into my like back pocket or. Um, when it was like the spring and the fall, like the yeah. first and last mows, it was usually cool enough I could wear a hoodie and like put it Just in the put hoodie it right here, yeah, and run them up through the dang, yeah, so awful. Yeah, Thank God life for is different now. iPods. I <laughs> have a phone and AirPods. I didn't. I mowed yesterday, and not a single cord did yeah. I have to fuss with, except the electrical cord from my mm-hmm. edger. Edger. My dad got me an edger. There's there's wireless ones. I, my dad got me an electrical one. Mm, yeah, I, I have an electrical one. It's just wireless. Not not a battery part. Yeah, I think it was from my grandpa actually. Okay. So. All right. Well, it's been five minutes. So, has it been? It has. Let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> Both Jake and I were gone yesterday, Sunday. Yes. What day is it? It's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. But it feels like Monday because it was it does feel yesterday. like Monday. We were gone this weekend at Men's Retreat. Um, maybe if we have time at the end. I can ask you about Men's Retreat, yeah. but for now and for the sake of Memento as a podcast and being true to form, we'll talk about Sunday. So we were both gone, so we had to listen to the sermon yesterday, yes. today, yes. so we didn't get the, the energy of the room and all of that, um, but, but, but Bob, that's him, but Bob, Bob brought the message on mm. Sunday. And we opened up into a new sub-series of Ephesians. We are enabled with the new bumper video that Isaac did, in fact, get done, if you were wondering from last week. I did like it. Um, it was good. It was cool. I wish I could have seen it in the room again, because yeah. I've only seen it on the tiny little my phone. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was one of his better ones. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was just like one... Excuse me, I just burped. Even though it was just <laughs> one shot, I thought it was cool. Yeah. So... So we got to talk about something that Bob said, which okay. is the point of the podcast anyway, but yep. specifically something that Bob said. <sighs> Bob said that he does not think that the Holy Spirit, that we are filled with the Holy Spirit 24-7, but that we are filled with the Spirit to varying degrees depending on how we are feeding ourselves through prayer and the word and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Well, one, I think we can talk about it, but maybe it would be beneficial to like ask Bob um, what he meant by that at some point. Maybe we can bring him on or something after he listens to this because I think that would be important. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, dude. It's kind of kind of a confusing statement. Um, I would say at this current moment without talking to Bob and in in no way is this me like slandering Bob or anything like that. Um, But I don't know if I would agree with that statement. I think that there's definitely moments where I feel, um, maybe this will go into the second question. I don't mean it to be. It's okay. Uh, There's definitely moments where I feel that the Holy Spirit is dead. Like I can, I know when the Holy Spirit is working through me. Um, I remember the first time I got up and preached, I like came down off of the, the stage and I was like, and I feel like I like went back in my own body. Cause it was just like such a 
out-of-body experience. Um, and I can tell, like, when I'm, like, talking to certain people, like, when it's not really me. Um, but I was just flooded with thoughts, but I'll let you finish. Cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would say that, like, because of because of Jesus and Jesus like rising from the dead, like we have the option for the Holy Spirit to be in our lives. So, and I would say that like, if the Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity, which it is, um, and my understanding of the Trinity is that it's encapsulating um, of the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, then like that also means that the Holy Spirit is omnipresent which to me means that he's always here. With yeah, him. I think you can be omnipresent and not like personally him. present, right? Yeah. That Holy Spirit doesn't occupy non-believers. Yeah, that's like true. Omnipotent or omnipresence would by your by that what you just said would yeah. imply that it's with non-believers too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Can yeah. I talk? Those are just my thoughts. Yeah. yeah can I just talk? like I'd, off the cuff. Yeah. I I actually Go ahead, just bro. was Maybe it was the Holy Spirit. Um, but I was so reading nice. about this this morning, actually, and I just remembered this. Um, I'm uh, working through the, the, the Bible project, um, and I'm in the, the Exodus scroll right now, and whenever it got to the um, Mount Sinai. And then, so I'm working through that, and I'm also kind of still working through, like, the Ruach stuff that, that, that they have. I don't know if you've done that, yes. Jake. Um, but. Um, level three of that is a blog post and it's talking about the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm. And so this whole blog post, and maybe we can link it in the show notes, um, was just talking about like God's design has always been for his people, Israel, and now us, to be a kingdom of priests. Mm. And that from the Garden of Eden all the way forward is like the reclaiming of that. And so it, and you can just see the, the progression in the Old Testament of how it went from, um, and he starts after Sinai with like the, the sacrifices and things like that. And God told them to like a sacrifice, but also to be, um, to create a tabernacle and a temple, uh, or a tabernacle first and then later a temple wherein the, the God's presence was, right? And that those things were inadequate. And they talk about how, and again, I'm kind of butchering this, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll link it. But the, the point is that like in Joel, um, Joel gives this prophecy that, that like the idea is always that, that God's people are a kingdom of priests, not a kingdom with priests, mm -hmm. right? That everybody is a priest, yeah. right? And a priest is the spot where the God's presence and earthly presence meet, right? And yeah. so the temple, tabernacle, Jesus in the fullness. But even like when, when John says that Jesus came to dwell with man, like the, the term, the Greek term dwell there is to like to live within a tent. It's like, hello, mm -hmm. tabernacle. And yeah. then that stretches onto us. And so... Um, like we are the ultimate manifestation of that because God beside or inside of us is better than God beside us in Jesus, right? That's why he left so that the Holy Spirit could come. Um, all that to say, we are now the temple of God operating and ruling in the world. And there was never a time when God's Holy Spirit, never is a strong word, but um, I, I, I don't recall in the Old Testament a time where God's dwelling, 
doesn't make his dwelling in the, whole, in the tabernacle or in the temple. Therefore, like if that is us now, it would make sense that like God doesn't just like enter and leave his temple based off of the, the quality of the temple yeah. structure. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. I don't know. I hope so. But Can we just appreciate the Bible project for a yeah. second? Like, yeah. They're so cool. I haven't got to that blog post. I got to the second podcast right before the blog post. Oh, yeah. Um, so I haven't uh, got there, but I okay. yeah. definitely want to read it. You can it, skip so. it. You know, you can just like click no, on I it. No, I can't. You won't let yourself? No, no, mm. I can't do that. I literally haven't even got past the first movement mm -hmm. because it led to the Holy Spirit thing. And I'm like, I have to do this in order. Yeah. So it's really not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Not allowing myself anyway. to. Yeah. Anyway. It's really good and you should do it. It's a relatively quick read. I read yeah. it this morning. Um, super, super beneficial and helpful. Yes. And um, yeah. Yes. We, yeah. I, yeah, dude. I, I would say I would definitely agree with that. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I, there's a thing that you said um, that I think could be like a, um, a main point in a sermon. <laughs> you said uh, um, God in us is a lot better than God beside us. Like poof, that could be a I've Main preached point. that sermon before. It's an oh, XT sermon that I've used. Yeah. Okay. That's sorry. <laughs> I think it was before that's how, you. That's how it was the embassy sermon, and it was at okay. Winter Embassy, and I don't think that you were there. Okay, I was going to say. And if you were, I, never mind. You were there, I think, but okay. there was Just other things going attention. on that you were dealing with. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You tracking? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So there was other things. Yes. Extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. preached that sermon. It's a good one. Well, yeah, I mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. It's good. God inside us is better than yeah, God beside us. Beside us, yep. Yeah. So you get the rhyme. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's, that people preaches, bro. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. So <clears throat> I think having Bob on would be a great idea. I want to ask yeah. him about that regardless of whether or not we have him on. Yeah, because I'm like, no, for sure. I just don't. Like, what do you mean? See a biblical case for that. And I haven't studied, I, like, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit yeah. in the New Testament, but... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think that it's... <laughs> Sorry. It, this seems really workspace and conditional to say that the, the Spirit only manifests itself in, the to the extent that you're reading and yes. praying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was just about to say. Like, <laughs> with, uh, I, kind of, I kind of understand maybe he's saying along the lines of like, you know, uh, the more you are listening to the word and the more you're like feeding yourself, the easier it is for you to know when God is speaking mm -hmm. through the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, the more you listen, like if I listen to a song once, I'm not really going to know the words, but if I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe, yeah, maybe that, cause it's, I don't, maybe it's like, you know, you have to read exactly three Bible verses before the Holy Spirit steps into your life, you know, yeah. or you have to uh -huh. pray six uh -huh. times before the Holy Spirit will be like, yeah, all right, it's uh, okay. He's on his fifth one. I'm on, we're so close. Uh, I can almost speak through him, but I can, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't think that's how it works, but maybe it's like, all right, by the sixth, <laughs> by the sixth prayer, I can, I am conversing enough that I yeah. can know what he sounds like. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think we yeah. should definitely Just ask thinking Bob. through like even the Old Testament manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We don't know a lot. Like the first guy, I can't even remember his name, but he was the one that it, um, he was tasked with like building and decorating the temple. And mm. so it's, I think, a massively understated aspect of the Holy Spirit that the first time that it like indwells somebody um, in the Bible was to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Um, and artsy. Um, but yeah, we don't know anything about him. Um, 
I just don't know. Yeah. I, I feel I like there's to. people before that. I don't, know, I don't mean to like bring your point down. Yeah, maybe like, Joseph. I feel like even before Joseph. It's really with the Holy Spirit though? Mm-hmm. Like who? I, I don't know if it was like exactly those words, but it was like, and then the Holy Spirit came upon, the, the Spirit came upon him. Yeah. We can look it up. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Star Wars. Um, I could Google it real quick. When is the first time? <laughs> it's, it's taking great amount of time on our podcast. When is the first That's time? That's okay. Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dreams. Joseph said to Pharaoh, uh, at least here, it does it not. Says, was it Bazel the great craftsman or was it Joseph, the ruler of Egypt? Mm, Bazel was who I was referring to. Yeah, one of them is questionable, but the other is certain and sure thing. Many theologians would tell us that it was neither. <laughs> That's not helpful. But, so it talks about like God showing the... Like in, in, in here in 41, Pharaoh says, like, since God has shown you all of this, there's none more discerning and wise than you are. But at least, oh, the spirit of God, right? And, and Pharaoh said to his, to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom is the spirit, spirit of, of God? God. Yeah. Um, Genesis 41, 38. Yes, are you looking at it? Yeah. Cheater. <laughs> um, He's like, whoa, bro. But that is, I will say, that is an implied... Mm-hmm. Assumption yeah. from Pharaoh, not God. Like it's not explicit. Yeah, not the the Bible saying. And the Spirit came upon Joseph, and he told them all of the dreams. Let's look at his other dream interpretations real quick. I feel like we should have done this before, but this is the nature of a discussion based podcast that we don't always know what we're going to talk about, therefore are not always prepared. And Isaac is squirming in his chair behind us. I am biased, but I think it's Bizelle, and I don't think that it's yeah. mentioned by Joseph. Yeah. Anyway, if you can find something about yeah. Joseph, like being empowered by the Holy Spirit, love to hear it, love to see it, but I'm pretty positive that it's Bizelle. Yep. And Could be right. Yeah. I just was like, huh, I don't know, dude. Regardless... That was a secondary hole. to the point. Yeah. Um, the point is that I it seems work-based ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. Yeah. In a way to say, but I also like I probably would affirm like the root of what he was saying is that like you you're much more likely. Mm-hmm. But like think about your conversion moment, if you will, yeah. for a moment, right? Yeah. Like yep. you probably haven't done a lot of meditating on the word and praying, um, and I I don't I don't know what your Maybe. story is or yeah. but like. It's different for everybody, but, you know, when that moment of your sin and the weight and the grace of what God has done for you, like, hits you, Mm -hmm. it's probably not the most likely that you have, like, prayed yourself up to that and and studied yourself up to that, and yet, like, the Holy Spirit fills you at that moment. Yeah. Well, this is a question, like, is... Is it the Holy Spirit who's pursuing you before that, or is it God the Father? 
You know, like... I don't think that you can divorce the two because that yeah. would be modalism. Yeah. So... It's God. Okay. So the question then is... What is the question? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the answer to the question is that the Trinity is a massive mystery that we yes. will never understand, never understand and yes. struggle to even put into yes. coherent thoughts. Yeah. And even like coherent questions because like, yeah, well, it's just like, I mean, maybe the, the Holy Spirit's not necessarily filling us at that point, but like, I would say that you can feel the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. No, not like baptism, but like beforehand, like before being, or is even, yeah, there's so many questions. Like, is baptism even the, ah! <laughs> like, do you have to be, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So to circle this all the way back around, though, regardless yes. of like some of the confusion about uh, terminology and phraseology and things like that, I do think that the Holy Spirit fills and empowers us 24 7. Yeah. I, I, I yes. disagree with that portion of Bob's otherwise wonderful good sermon. sermon. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it paused. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. Oh, I think this um, is just a good opportunity yeah. for us to talk to Bob about it. Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. um, but I, I would yeah. say I would agree. Mm -hmm. I did probably the best part about Bob's sermon that I enjoyed was when he was just talking about how, um, <clears throat> like for him, like discerning God's will, and like figuring out, like I'm gonna leave Philadelphia and yeah, move to great. California, mm -hmm. and then like even coming here, like it was just that was a cool moment, just kind of mm -hmm. hear his story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, cool. Um, Next question, if we can, real quick. Yeah, um, I think we got time. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to talk about all of these questions. Yeah. Um, what does it look like to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Um, I think that looks different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one hundred percent. We could talk about us and then... Sure, yeah, yeah. go. What does it yeah. look like for Jake to be filled with the Holy Spirit? For me, I would say, like, in relationships, for me is where it comes out the most. Mm -hmm. um, and then in my preaching, obviously. like. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in my relationships, there's so many times where I'm just, like, speaking and then, like, I'll just kind of go off. And, like, that's where... I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm like, ah, that wasn't me. That was, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, mm -hmm. you know, that was definitely the Holy Spirit, like manifesting himself through me, in me. Um, and even just like, what does it look like to be filled with the Holy Spirit? I, I would say, I don't know if this is necessarily answering the question, but a lot of the times I feel like the tug of the Holy Spirit, you know, like the gentle whisper, like, hey, go talk to that guy or mm -hmm. hey, do this, you know, um, and then, uh, yeah, just like in my preaching, like, I don't even know how to explain it, like, other than like an out-of-body experience. Like, I just kind of get up and say stuff. And like, every single time when I'm preaching, I just like look down and the thought goes through my head. I'm like, this is so weird because like I'm having thoughts while saying stuff, you know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. which to me is just like, it's not me speaking, you know, because it's um, there is times when I don't have that thought and that's when it's horrible, you mm -hmm. know, like that's when the sermon's not going good. But when I don't rely on myself and I allow the Holy Spirit to like kind of take over and um, like move me out of the way and you use, use me, but not, you know, like not yeah. lean on myself. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's mm -hmm. an experience that I can't even yeah. explain or really comprehend. It's just like, it's not me, 
mm-hmm. you know, which you sounds know, so weird. I'm I'm similar, I think, because I discipled you and trained you, yeah. and also because our jobs were and are still mm-hmm. so very similar, um, because we're similar, yeah, um, for all of the differences that we have. But I I feel it in both of those ways too. But I was just thinking about um, getting to speak at men's retreat this weekend, yeah. And, um, I, I felt that, mm. um, but only in like the second half yeah. of the message. Cause the first half was so kind of like story based and stuff. And so like I told those three stories about like the people, like the guy on the airplane mm-hmm. and Angie and yeah. Samantha, and then just like the four different people. But as soon as I got into like, I, I remember saying, who are you? And like, that's the last thing that I remember yeah, like same. saying, yeah. Until I was like, I should probably wrap this up yeah. soon. I think yeah. I'm getting a little long. Like how long have um, we been talking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so But weird. I don't really remember very much of that. I kind of remember some little nuggets about the centurion and like how he's like literally like changed allegiances. Yeah. Like I, I remember like saying some of that, but I was like, all that to say, it's very similar for me. Yeah. In that um, I really feel it in, in, in preaching, maybe even more so than in interacting with people. Yeah. It's, it's a different feeling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like from preaching, I keep pointing, this is where I preach. This is where I preach. Yeah. So like preaching here is different. It's a different feeling because it's like Mm -hmm. out of body. And then like when I'm like talking with you, you know, and having a conversation, it's like, it's like afterwards, I'm like, ah, that was, that wasn't me, you know, but Mm -hmm. there it's like Mm -hmm. in the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Literally the first time I preached it, it felt like my soul came back into my body. It was like, I was like, oh, right what the heck? Right about the same time that you noticed Alexander crying. Yeah, that's mind. exactly true. Yeah. Love you, Alex. <laughs> Ask Love you, Jake bro. about that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great story. Making kids cry. It was also a failure <laughs> on my part to not edit your sermon very yeah. well. Way to disciple me. I'll own it. <laughs> Manika has a question for us, and so I want to get to that in the There's another question, point. though. How much... I was missed. How, it, we're already at over 30 minutes, but it's okay. We'll really? Just, yep, yep, wow. Yep. It's okay. okay. Do you want to do that one or Monika's question? Well. I kind of like that one, and then we could answer Monika's next time. Yeah, I just don't know if Monika's is time sensitive because she's doing a ladies' oh. Bible study over it, you know? So Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Quickly, one. how yeah, do you discern the will of God? I can do it in three words. Ah, ah, three go. statements. Go. Three statements. Word of God. As in the Bible, that's one. Yep. Bible reading, prayer, community conversations. It's got to mm. correspond with all three of those. Like whatever you think God's calling you and telling you to do. Yep. I like that. Cool. Cool. <laughs> all right. So Monique's question. Um, she's doing a ladies Bible study over this and she wants to know our take on 1 Corinthians 5. And how is it applicable for us today? So I think, um, Jake, the best thing to do is let's just read 1 Corinthians 5. It's real short. Um, and we'll, I'm going to read the whole thing. Do it. The whole chapter. It's only a few verses. 13. 13 verses. I got this really big Bible. It is actually reported that there are sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not even tolerated among the pagans, for a man has his father's wife. And you are arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. For though absent in body, I am present in spirit and 
as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you were assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that there is a little leaven, that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or of the greedy and swindlers or idolaters, since then you would need to take out or go out of the whole world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? It is not is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? God judges those outside. Purge the evil person from among you. Do you want to go or do you want me to? <laughs> yeah. uh, this CSB helped me understand that a little bit better than, I don't know, I don't remember what translation I was reading out of this morning when I looked yeah. at that question. I was like, what? Uh, so it, CSB, is that what I said? Yep. CSB. Christian Standard Bible. Um, yeah. I'm still kind of confused. I really feel like I need to just like study that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I really, Monique, I'm, I really genuinely want to answer this question, but mm -hmm. I don't honestly know what you're asking. Um, I think you just, I don't want to know your take on First Corinthians 5. My take is that like, I don't know. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that there, and I feel like I said this last time. I don't think that there's anyone who's too far gone for like us to like love them, but we do maybe need to have good boundaries, right? So like if this person who is in the congregation, because what it's saying when you were kind of explaining this to me earlier, is like it's, it's not saying like, don't use that as an excuse to not hang out or like to, to minister to non-believers about Christ if they're sexually immoral. Um, but like, do like it literally is in bold in my Bible. It says, remove the evil person from among you. Um, if they are in the congregation saying that they're a believer and they're sexually immoral in that way. Um, but man, like who do you not know that hasn't been sexually immoral, greedy and idolater or verbally abusive or a drunkard or a swindler, right? That's, everyone's done that i'm assuming not everyone obviously we all have our own stories but like we've all made mistakes right so i think it's just like hey you need to be careful yeah um like and maybe this is i don't mean to be like crude or anything like that but like you know if there's like someone who in your congregation is making decisions like um I don't know, like ped pedophilia, you know, like that's something you should probably, yeah, you know, like, hey, like, I, I, no I probably they're just yeah, definitely, like, yeah, like, uh -huh. sorry, bro, like, we still love you, but um, that's not something that we can, you know, you, you can't be in the congregation where there's children. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's like, but even then, like, I still think we should 
show that person love, but like it's going to look different. It's going to look different. Everybody and regardless. And so like, how can you lovingly, like how can you love that person? Well, you're not going to like grant them access to places where children are. You, you, you you should report them. Absolutely. And, and get that situation handled. Don't sweep it under the rug or whatever. But, um, which is that's an extreme example. Yeah. So I do. It's okay. That's just the first place I went to because I just thought of like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why we have policies here where, you know, we have Mm -hmm. to have a background check. You Mm -hmm. have to get, you know, sexual Mm -hmm. awareness training before you even work in those areas. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So I think that there's a few things going on here. Um, and so I don't know, um, I'm going to assume Manika that you want our take on like the, the, the back end of the chapter because there's some stuff in the middle of the chapter. Um, it's yeah. like, like church, is like church discipline. Like, well, the church discipline stuff, but even like the, um, the, the old level, woo, the old leaven stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. He, he, Paul's just saying like, like there's a new through. way to operate here. We're going to operate yeah. in new and different ways. Um, so I want to, uh, uh, and Paul does that where he like has a train of thought and then he goes off on something else and then circles back to it. And so that's, what's happening here is okay. like Paul, gets word that this couple is sleeping together. And it turns out that like this dude is sleeping with his stepmom and people are like, yeah, that's cool. It's great. We're free in Christ. And Paul's like, well, no, we're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like we are, but not like that. Right, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah. right. It's kind of like we, we talked about this last week, right? Yeah. In that Romans six thing. It's like, just you've died to sin. That doesn't yeah. mean you should keep doing it. So the grace may increase. You've died to sin. So yeah. stop it. Yeah. Um, and then um, I think honestly, like the biggest takeaway here is like the, that Paul does uh, say you. This is not for people who are non-believers. Mm-hmm. Um, he says because that, because they don't mm-hmm. know, right? Is like what his right. argument would be. Mm-hmm. Like their brains yeah. aren't wired. Yes. To, yeah. I wrote to you in my, in my letter, um, which is interesting because this is First Corinthians. So there was a previous letter that we don't have. Um, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy or swindlers, but now I am writing to you to associate, not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he's guilty of these things. And so Paul is clearly like making a line here is like this principle is for people within the church, mm-hmm. not outside of the church. And so this is not an excuse for you to dissociate from with from somebody who needs Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's only for people within the church who are proclaiming the name of Jesus. And, and um, I think that you have to hold, when you're, when you're looking at 1 Corinthians 5, you have to hold it with intention. Um, you, you have to hold it hand in hand with 2 Corinthians 2, which goes like this. There went my bookmark. Now, if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, to all of you, for such a one, this punishment by the majority is enough. So you should rather turn to forgive and comfort him for he, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So I beg you to reaffirm your love for him. This is why I wrote that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that you may not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. What Paul is saying here is like that person, like between Corinthians one, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, we don't know how long it was, but like somewhere in that, Paul was like, okay, guys, that's enough. Let him back in. Mm-hmm. Which, like, yeah. so you have to hold those two things 
together. In tension together. Yeah. So no, Paul good. says, kick him out, but only for a little while. Yeah. Bring him back in. Yeah. And that's you have good. to be careful about what you allow them to do. I probably wouldn't put them in a place of leadership right now or anything yeah. like that. You really want to make sure that like, like check the, the transition is real. And also like if there hasn't been any repentance or any like lifestyle change, yeah. they're obviously not ready to, to rejoin the community. But Paul here is very concerned. He was like, unless they are like overwhelmed by exceeding sorrow, obviously like this guy was really bothered mm-hmm. and really like re- repentant about, about his sin yeah right yeah. and so i don't think manika that there's like a hard and fast answer to this question is like this is how it has to happen but um i think that it comes down in a lot of ways to relationship with the person which we talked about last week yeah and um not just like expelling them for the for the sake of expelling them and saying see you never yeah um but like at, they paul knew enough and and we have to assume and i think we can assume rightly that um in, in most of these letters, it's not just a one-way conversation. Like Paul writes a letter and then they write something back. It's like, okay, here's an update about what's going on. And then Paul responds, like especially in the multi, in the multi letters, like the Corinthian um, duo that we get here, yeah. right? And so some like between First Corinthians and Second Corinthians, Paul probably got another letter and was like, oh man, like this guy's really shaken up about this. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Well, let's let him back in, right? Yeah. And so yeah. that tells me that it. Like these people removed the person from the community, but also kept a relationship with yeah, the person. Like with the intention of reconciliation. Yes. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah. so whatever it looks like, and I do kind of think that it's different for particular things. Like, yeah. Like you alluded to before. Yeah. Um, that like a, a, a removal from the community isn't a removal from everybody within the community, I think yeah. it's removed from a participation in community things. Healthy boundaries. Right? Yep. Um, always yep. with the purpose and the, the plan of bringing them back together upon their meeting of particular requirements, repentance yeah. and lifestyle change and things like that. Yep. 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 It's a great question. Great question. It's, it's really something that like we need to be better about like mm-hmm. calling people out on. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about some people here in our church that have been living together for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just keep, keep rolling with it. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things, um, things that, that we need to be better about. So, Monika, thank you for the question, and thanks for uh, making us think about it. And hopefully that answer was adequate and helpful for you unto your Bible study. Yes. Cool, cool. We are always excited to get questions. So, yes. please, Monika, keep sending them to us. Um, and others of you who are listening, also give us questions as well because that is the lifeblood of this podcast in a lot of ways um and the purpose of this podcast if nothing else so thank you guys so much for jumping in with us again this week it was fun that time like that went super fast yeah to me yeah it's funny that we talked about like uh-huh. not remembering what we said five minutes ago like, yeah uh-huh I think the I'm like yeah, we have time to talk about ninja treat and then i yeah. was like it's 35 minutes already like, yeah man. Because we won't have time this week. So um, anyway, that was super fun. It was. <laughs> if you had as much fun as we did, or even half as much fun as we did, go ahead and like or this Even a quarter. Podcast. quarter. Even a quarter. Even yeah. an eighth. An eighth. Yeah. If you hated this podcast, <laughs> if you could subscribe, rate, and review us, that would be so great. Um, wherever you're listening from, that would be fantastic. Writing a review is probably the best thing, especially if you're listening to us on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's how people find us. 
Um, so that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, if you want to ask questions, you can comment on our YouTube channel or you can email us or text us. The info's in the show notes. Um, yeah. Other Jake just that, overtook this. I outro. did. He just yeah. like said, no, this is mine. It's like, all right, Take bro, it. I'm done with this. Uh, yeah. But we love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> that was me saying, I have to go poop. Leave that part in. <laughs> For 45 minutes. <laughs>